Hey guys, this is CrossFit Nerve, podcast number 13, or 14, or 15, I've lost track of it. Uh, we took a few weeks off just to make sure that we got through a free week in the last couple of uh, weeks there, and so now we're back to it. Uh, today's podcast, I'm joined by uh, Sierra, one of our, our new coaches. Hello. She has a very quiet voice, so uh, we're going to try and make sure she yells the entire podcast. Uh, today's podcast is going to be teaching versus coaching. Uh, so we're going to roll out some some new stuff we're going to be offering members here um, and to explain why we're offering, what the meaning of offering it is and that kind of stuff and how it will affect you guys. Um, she'll be a big part of that. Um, so we're going to, again, explain teaching versus coaching, what it means, what it means to teach, what it means to coach, and the differences of that. We're going to talk about class versus one-on-one. Um, we're going to talk about training versus uh, practicing and competing. So there are a couple of different variations. We've talked about that before. I don't think we've talked about it on a podcast, um, but we've talked about it before just in uh, different uh, topics of discussion, if it was via email or in class. So how we'll do this, we'll start it off. Teaching versus coaching. Um, Teaching is a skill. Uh, We're trying to teach a skill how to um, or the detail portion of of a movement. And so when Teaching in a class is very, very tough when we have uh, one coach and 15 people. It's a very hard uh, balance on that one. Class type setting, it's going to be more of a coaching experience. Coaching is the motivating, the organizing, the controlling, the chaos management type of, of thing. And so there's two different boundaries of it. Now, do we try and teach in classes? Yes, we'll try and give some nuggets every once in a while. But personally, coaching each person is very, very challenging. And so that's where we're going to kind of go over this in what does that mean for you guys uh, from the standpoint of that? And so biggest thing I've seen over the last couple months is people trying to reach certain goals um, and not being able to do it, getting frustrated by that, and it being because maybe the class setting isn't the greatest part to to learn it or um, to teach the the skill of it. And so that's where people are getting uh, very upset is because it's hard to manage. Okay, do I modify it for this workout? Because we always talk about stimulus. We've talked about it numerous times of what's the stimulus of the workout. Based off the stimulus, that might not give me time to practice pull-ups because mm-hmm. if I'm looking for that strict pull-up, but the, the workout consists of 100 pull-ups, now I'm going to, do I do banded? Do I do jumping? I'm trying to get better at it. Do I do one at a time strict pull-ups? Um, what is the, the part there? Now you get in the situation of what do I do? Um, so that's a, a big thing that I'm getting out of a lot of people is when do I do certain things and when can I really learn how to um, get that strict pull-up? And so say you have Sally. She's like, hey, I want to do, do a strict pull-up. Um, you can get stronger in classes and you can, you can try and attain that strict pull-up. But what starts happening, let me see. Uh, what starts happening is, sorry. Uh, I'm trying to make sure it's all recording, um, is you get in a situation of you don't feel like you're getting closer to your goal based off of classes because it's going to take a little bit longer because you don't have that one-on-one attention. What I've done over the last uh, couple months is I've had a couple one-on-ones off to the side um, and what I found out is they retain that information if it's just me and them very, very quickly and long-term of uh, getting to that goal. And so that was a, a big eye-opener for me was um, yes, you can learn and you can teach in class, but there is a balance of it. And it was way, 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 way easier to learn or teach them uh, on that one-on-one setting. No rush. We have 60 minutes to just kind of go and look at the fine detail points um, of one-on-one. 
So I'm gonna ask Sierra, what is what is your top three to five things of like why why would a person do one on one training? Um, yeah. Well, first off, um, when we have bigger groups and there's only one coach, um, there's not much, uh, like we can't focus on technicality as much with each person, um, especially when we're trying to get through a quick warm up so we can get on with our workout. Um, rope climbs, for example, if you have no idea where, how to put your feet or if you're doing it right, um, and I have 12 people on the ropes that also need coached up a little bit. Um, you're not going to get to ask those yeah. questions yep. um, as much. And foundations for skills. So skills don't just happen. If you want to be able to do double unders in a workout, practicing them in a workout isn't going to be the best place to do it. And if the only time you ever practice those skills is in the workout or right before the workout, how fast are you actually going to get better at them? Mm-hmm. Um, third... We want to put in the extra work outside of class if you want to get better faster, especially at a certain skill. Um, Maybe pistols, for example. How often do we actually do pistols? Um, If you only do that once a month, how fast are you going to get better at them? Are you going to be the same place you were last time that you did them in a workout? Or things like gymnastics, handstand holds. Um, We don't do those very often. Um, There's just a lot of movements in CrossFit and if you're only doing them each one once every one to two months, how much headway are you actually making? Yeah. And it's a, and this is a big one we've talked about in previous podcasts is knowing what your goal is and then setting the real realistic expectation of how, how long is it going to take me to actually achieve this? Um, is it going to take me two weeks to get a strict pull up or is it going to take me two years? I have to know the reality of that, and that's where coaching comes into play. That all depends on how much work that you want to put in Mm -hmm. for that movement as well. Yep, because that's a. I think the big thing too, and I uh, I just wrote down um, bring, and it's it's a terrible thing because as a coach, we want to make sure you guys um, are are as motivated as possible to it. But there's also a thing of being realistic to the expectation of this stuff. And so if I'm if I'm Sally, and we have a Sally in class, but I'm not talking about you, Sally. I promise. If we have Sally in class and she's wanting to get that strict pull-up, but she can't even, like there's no movement at the bottom, she's very, very far away from that strict pull-up, we have to know that this is gonna be a long battle, but if we, if you're putting in the, the hard work time and time again, if you're doing five sessions a, a week on your own, practicing those strict pull-ups compared to Bobby that's trying to get that same strict pull-up but only doing it maybe once every other week, I guarantee you, you will reach that goal way, way faster, if not more than double the, the amount of time, or he'll take more than double the amount of time that it'll take for you, Sally, to get that one pull up. And then you're like, heck, what are we gonna do? Just work on trying to pull myself up over the bar for an hour or 30 minutes? <laughs> no, that's where we as coaches come in with all types of drills to get um, that basic strength down, because maybe you have no idea how to build that strength. Banded pull-ups, maybe not. Um, we need to do other things mm-hmm. on top of the pull-ups. And that's where it's easier to, it's hard, I should say, it's easier to coach someone in that one-on-one setting and give them the specific movement, exercise, repetitions. Specific to each person. Yes, because it's that's where it might be different of, hey, Sally might need banded pull-ups. That might be a great way for her to start getting strength because I see everything um, translating from that. But then if you have Bobby over here that banded pull-ups, 
He uses way too many bands all the time. He doesn't use the right um, tension to get stronger. Now, hey, we might go to negatives or something for him, or we might change it up to where we're just doing like uh, horizontal ring rows with him because he gets more stimulus and that's gonna get him stronger from there. And so that's the, the difficulty of what I've seen over the past couple of months is being able, like wanting to teach everyone, but realizing it's very, very hard to, to do that in a class setting. And so that's where I, um, I have what, four, four or five extra one-on-ones and I normally only have one one-on-one -on -one client. I don't like to bring more on because I really enjoy um, the coaching of classes, but I had to investigate this and what I found is those extra three to four people I was doing one-on-one -on -one training on, they're just excelling so much better in classes and they're enjoying the classes better because they feel like, okay, I, I am making uh, headway in that one. And so that's the difference. If you're that person that's like, hey, I really want to get better at um, front squatting. I want to get stronger in these areas. I want to learn how to do a snatch or a clean and jerk raise your hand, right? We all probably have those one or two things. I wanna learn how to double under. We need those, those specific uh, coaching uh, details to get to that point. It's gonna be very hard. It can be done in classes, but it's gonna be harder. And so it always, you kinda of have to weigh the benefit of, okay, Sally wants to get this strict pull up in six weeks. It's gonna be very tough with the amount of volume we're not going to do in workouts throughout the six weeks to get that strict pull up or whatever that, that goal might be. And so not saying now, if we had a realistic goal of, okay, it's gonna take me three years to get that strict pull up, yes, you can definitely go uh, with the class setting and get to that pull up, it's just gonna take longer. So I have to make sure I bring my expectation down for that and understand that, hey, I might have to really grind this out for some time, but it can be uh, managed in, in that situation. So that was a big one too. And let's also talk about, um I mean, personal one-on-one -on -one training can be for everybody. Like, there's always things that I need to work on myself. Like, I could even benefit um, with a one-on-one -on -one training with you, Cody. Um, maybe I want to work on my gymnastics. One thing that maybe butterfly pull-ups. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm going to have you drill me on that. Or maybe somebody that's in the gym that's pretty strong, pretty athletic, um, wants to do extra strength. Mm -hmm. And they don't know what to do, the extra programming. Um, that's where we come in. Yeah, uh, we don't want to waste any time. Like tips. We want to make sure you guys are doing the correct stuff and you're not wasting time in what you're looking for. I mean, this goes from the beginners all the way up mm -hmm. to the advanced people. There's always room for improvement. Yep. And so what we've done is we actually have changed up our, our foundations program uh, to more of a, a private one-on-one -on -one style because I, I learned over this process and this time that I kind of researched was if we have a, a more so idea of this teaching topic instead of just check out and like, okay, you know all the movements, uh, you don't do them really good, but you do them well enough to where you know what you're possibly doing compared to teaching them, taking the time to uh, make sure that they know front rack position or um, their, their overhead positionings and exactly what to do. They have a, a way better experience and then you don't have those bumps and bruises six, 12 months down the road because you've been doing something incorrectly. You know it right from the get-go and that comes down to our responsibility of making sure you guys are set up uh, properly. Uh, the old school way of, hey, you wanna join the gym? Okay, have fun, enjoy classes. I'll try and teach you as much as I can in a class. Those are over with. Um, we've brought in, I've brought in some great trainers to help you guys out that way and to give you those um, those movements or the teaching that you guys need to excel in those movements, not only know how to do them, but actually excel at them and do them properly to where you could um, make a lot more progress faster um, with that style of coaching. 
even in even in 30 minutes of a skill session um we would hammer out like your weaknesses you know what your weaknesses are then and then carrying forward into class you're thinking about the things that you need to work on like you're being conscious Mm -hmm. of those things and those are two so our two offerings type of thing is hey if you guys are looking for that um monster programming of I want to spend some time doing some stuff. 60 minute one-on-one sessions would be your jam. Like you, we can get a lot done in that time. We can make sure we're hitting um, not just one movement, but we're hitting two to three to four movements depending on what your goals are. And we're, we're being able to attack all of those in a bigger amount of time. Now what Sierra was talking about, these skill sessions are, this is another thing we're rolling out to you guys is, hey, if there's a, um, a movement that I want specifically to get better at, so like I had a uh, old Tyler Shinzel in here in the gym at 4 a.m. There's no time we will not spend for you guys. 4 a.m. I had Tyler in here, <laughs> and we had him working on his butterfly pull-ups. 30 minutes. We're just gonna just drill through that. Now I'm not gonna do this whole like, hey, 30 minutes. We're gonna go over six or seven different exercises to make you better. Ask Tyler. All we did was do butterfly circles the entire time, but that was something he needed to learn. And it's one of those things. How many people are like, ah? Eh, I know what I need to do, but it's really hard to actually end up doing it. Yeah, That's or where, am I really doing this right? Yes. Is there something wrong with this? Yep, and so I, I got to look over Tyler. I got to make sure that he was doing those uh, butterfly circles correctly, and I gave him some some manageable things of, hey, Tyler, are we doing these two to three times a, a week? Uh, no. Okay, well, we have to. if we're looking to get better at that, you have to be doing these small circles two to three times a week, and I need you to do 10 to 50 plus of those, that's gonna be the small, not sexy things that you're gonna have to do to get the butterfly pull-up. Everyone wants the sexy, beautiful butterfly pull-up right away, but they don't wanna be the caterpillar beforehand. They don't wanna put the work in before to get to that point, so that's where I had to bring Tyler back down to reality of, this is what we have to focus on. Those are the, the key points of it, and it's not gonna be these like magical things like, hey, yes, there might be like an adjustment I make, but it's all about, I, this is what you need, simple and true to it. If you do these things, you're gonna get this, this pull up or the outcome of it in two to three to four weeks if you're putting in the two to three extra five minute sessions on your own before or after class. Um, so it's always weighing and managing that stuff, but one-on-one sessions, uh, you guys can get those through Sierra, Jessica, uh, me, or uh, Christina. Uh, we're available to that stuff. We'll teach you guys whatever movement you want. Um, I think we all have our niches. Like if I was looking to get better at clean jerks and snatches, don't look towards me. I can teach you that and I can be really good, but. Hey, I'm your girl. <laughs> I love the lifts so, or gymnastics. And so we'll, gymnastics. we'll point you in the right direction. So if you approach me and you're like, hey, I wanna get better at clean and jerks, I'm gonna give you the best option, which is probably gonna be going with your uh, Coach Sierra here. If, now, if you're looking for gymnastics, um, cardio, um, skill type stuff, like I can do that. Christina is very good, knowledgeable at that stuff. Uh, Jessica has some good stuff there. Um, you can you can kind of ask us and we'll point you in the right direction. If, if I'm not the best one for it, I'm gonna find one of the other three or four coaches that can can point you in the right direction and get you to what you're looking for. So, and then you also have your, your skill session. This is that one skill you've been looking to get. If it's the double unders, the muscle ups, the chest to bar, uh, that's where we can we can really go after 30 minutes quick. Now you might not get all of it in, but we're gonna try and pack in as much practice and kind of the biggest bang for your buck in that 30 drills, minutes. Drills, drills, introduce new drills to you. Yep. 
What can you do on the outside of it? And so these are two things I want you guys to understand is class is great. Class is where uh, the magic stuff is at. That's where we're gonna consistent of that four to six times a week. But if we're, we're really struggling mentally with, hey, I wanna be able to do certain things like this, the one-on-one or the skill sessions, that's the way to go. That's where you need to, to really focus on because that's where you're gonna get a ton more um, progress and build on that stuff because you'll be able to have those one-on-one eyes um, looking at every and picking apart every little movement you're doing correctly or incorrectly. And we wanna know that you guys are achieving the things you need to. So there's that one. Uh, the last thing we'll hit on this very, very quickly is the uh, practicing, training, and competing. Okay, so you have those three areas. Practicing, that's where the one-on-one stuff comes in. That's where the skill session comes in. We want you guys to be able to practice that, the before and after class type stuff. That's what's gonna make the movements better. It's not gonna make you more cardiovascular in shape type of stuff, but it's gonna make the movement more efficient to where your workouts are more effective. That's where your practicing comes into play. A lot of times, depending on your, your movement, we should be practicing a lot more than we are. Um, but that's where, that's where that stuff's gonna happen. That's where it's best built or that before or after class time of doing the three sets of 10 back squats or the five by 10 strict pull-ups trying to uh, achieve a better outcome or result from that. The next one is the training. This is where class comes into play for the most part. The training part of it is, okay, I know how to do strict pull-ups. I know how to do uh, front squats. Now let's try and do that to the best of my ability. Maybe my fitness level isn't all the way up there, but that's where the classes are gonna help and it's gonna keep increasing our fitness level from that standpoint. The third one is the compete. This is like intensity of, of CrossFit. Everyone loves intensity. Intensity is the sexy part. Everyone loves to compete because they feel like they're really getting a workout. Well, there's this thing called competing yourself out of shape. You're so lost in the competition of things, you forget to train or practice. You're so lost in trying to keep up with Sally that you don't actually work on what you should be working on. You get caught up in uh, doing X, Y, and Z and going as fast as you possibly can, but not worrying about the form. Competing is good because you get to really go after and it's really fun, but it should only happen about 5% of the time. I should only be competing 5% of the time. I should be doing my training or practicing the other 90 to 95%. That's where it's at. That's where the, the sweet spot is at. Um, it doesn't mean I can't train at a harder um, intensity, but if I'm really going after it, I start to lose form, and I'm just trying to finish this workout to beat the guy next to me, I've lost sight of that, that training aspect. And so, anything to add I to mean, that? I mean, yeah, who's really winning? If you're completing all the reps, um, you're doing them perfectly, and the guy over trying to do kipping pull-ups is breaking his um, tightness, like mm -hmm. winging his feet back, and making really sloppy reps like you're really the one winning um keep keep, um, keep your eyes in your own lane i mm -hmm. guess yeah. um work on making yourself better every single day yep and so big thing it goes back to again what we've talked about before is know your goal know what you're in here to do know what that's going to make you better long term i guarantee you if you're practicing training more than you're competing you're doing you're doing the right stuff if you're practicing more than you're training, you're probably doing the right stuff, especially if you've only been doing this uh, fitness thing, CrossFit thing for the last um, six to 24 months. You should be practicing a ton. Yeah. Once, you, once you get longer into this, then you can start doing a little bit more. Once you know and you have those movements down properly to be effective and to keep you as healthy and happy as possible. So 
The, I mean, those little things add up to the big things. The little things are going to make all the difference. Everyone, everyone looks to, and it's always funny. I'll use my myself as an ex- example. Is everyone looks at me doing like pull ups, like oh my gosh, like this kid has been doing like butterfly pull ups out of the womb. Like, so wrong. <laughs> I couldn't. Right? I started two a little over two years ago. I couldn't do more than two strict pull ups, but I worked my butt off, yeah. and now I'm at fourteen. So yep. I remember. So funny story is goes back to Coach Nick. Me and Coach Nick, he was actually the the first person I did a CrossFit competition with. We both, I'm gonna, I'm gonna embarrass both of us right now. We literally, the day before our competition, I signed up. It was my first competition. I've literally been doing CrossFit for like maybe two, two months maximum. And we, we try to learn these butterfly pull-ups because they look really cool and we know we'd go faster. So we try to lo- learn a day beforehand. I think I have it. I actually get to the competition and all hell breaks loose. Like I have no clue what I'm doing. I can't even like string together kipping pull-ups because I was so, I was so focused on trying to do butterflies. I forgot how to do kipping. And so like we're like me and Nick are literally just flopping like dead fish on this bar, but we're trying to get the work done. Um, that's competing. I don't care what my form's like. I'm just trying to get my chin above that bar. That's exactly what we were doing. And then the next workout consists of double unders and snatches. And it was a partner workout to where I did all my work and then once I was done, it was Nick's turn. And so once I get all my, my work done, Nick starts with his double unders. He, he forgets how to do a double under. This dude could probably string together 50 double unders. I had like, we had like, what, seven minutes left of this workout. I literally had to watch Nick just struggle on double unders for the next seven minutes, one at a time, messing up, so frustrated. And so that's funny, like us as coaches, we've been there. No one remembers that time. No one remembers when I couldn't do kipping pull-ups or butterfly pull-ups. They always see what I can do now. You have to put in the, the time, the grind, uh, the work. You better bet after that competition, I got really good at pull-ups. I was not gonna let that be a, a factor that holds me back. And so there was some time in my, my garage gym, there was some time at the gym. I wouldn't say some time. There was a lot of time spent on just perfecting those movements. You better bet Nick Fela bought a jump rope and he went after those double. He was not gonna have that happen again. And so now he's one and probably the best double under person I know of because of that experience. And so again, moral of the story, practice um, and train more than you compete. I promise you, you'll be way better longevity and health wise doing it that way. And your experience will be a lot better too. Now it's not sexy, but it, you will become sexy in a long time if you uh, if you focus on those points. So anything else to add? Um, besides... Um, the skill sessions are, we're going to teach you the proper form and that's going to keep you, um, healthy and safe. Yep. Um, if you guys have any questions about the, the one-on-one training or the skill sessions, let us know again, skill sessions, 30 minutes. Um, we can spend as much time as we want on one movement. I always say don't, I wouldn't go after two. I would really just gonna drill home that one movement you want. If it's rope climbs, double unders, chest to bar pull-ups, figure that one out, tell the coach, and then from there, they'll try and develop some drills based off of where you're at. And then you have your one-on-one training. This is if you wanna put a little bit more time in uh, and commitment to it, and you can go over a couple more movements. Um, I would say one to three, possibly four movements in that one hour. And you can do as many as you want. Uh, these aren't just like, hey, one-time dig things. It's uh, it's You can do as, as much as you want from that standpoint. And we're not locking into like 12 sessions. Yeah, or yep. So, so you can, so how it works is your, your skill sessions, 30 minutes, 40 bucks. Uh, I've spent more on Starbucks coffee before, and I would probably rather learn uh, how to do something a little bit more efficient uh, than drinking my uh, caramel latte. Uh, on that one. And then your your one-on-one sessions are gonna be 90 bucks. You get a little bit more out of that one. And again, um, yeah, let us know if you have any questions, guys. 
on that one. Make sure you guys are practicing and training more than you're competing. Uh, other than that, that's all I have for, for that one. Um, anything? Uh, Perfect. It. Thanks for joining us, guys, and we'll see you again uh, next time. Peace out.